Hello and welcome to the last podcast of 2020. I think with me, you guys will all be celebrating as we close this chapter of a very terrible year. And even though this hasn't been the most horrific year of my life, it's been a horrific year to witness. And I am reflecting upon the things that I have learned in 2020 and and those reflections are an inspiration to me from my dear friend Janelyn Owens who was the young woman president as we served together in a ward a few years ago as I was her Laurel advisor and we had a great friendship and she moved and I moved and yet I'm able to follow her wonderful example on social media so she reflected upon 20 things of this year that she has learned and it triggered a bunch of thoughts and reflections for myself and my life in this year as well and some of them were even hard to write because it's maybe uh, out of pride or of embarrassment that I have these reflections but nonetheless I have learned these things and I'm grateful for my learning. And I follow Gen Con 365 and B of M365 and Come Follow Me 365 and I'm reflecting upon a bunch of those things, even some of the, the comments that other sisters have made. And one sister wrote something that just really struck my heart as in um, reflecting on the per- on the word hearken. The very first word in Doctrine and Covenants section one is hearken. That's the very first word. And we discussed that a little bit last night with in prayer and scripture with our girls. What does hearken mean? And hearken means to hear, but not only to hear, but to heed, to go do, to act upon what you hear. And so this sister wrote about how she looked up the word hearken in Hebrew. And of course it says to listen and to monitor, to to take orders and to pay heed, but then she looked up the word uh, uh, that was also given along with hearken, auscultate, A-U-S-C-U-L-T-A-T-E. And that's what doctors do when using a stethoscope as they listen to the heart. And so she suggested that as we are studying, applying these things to our life, to hearken with our heart, to to gain a stronger testimony because we have applied things to our heart. We open our heart to the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ and our hearts expand and our souls are fed. And so as we are listening to speakers or our leaders and to the prophets that we don't just hear them but that we we hearken them and we listen to them with our heart and so last night as we closed prayer and scripture we sang the hymn how gentle god's commands and i just want to read those words to you because it's a wonderful hymn to close out 2020, but a wonderful hymn to open up a new year. It says, How gentle God's commands, how kind His precepts are. 
Come, cast your burdens on the Lord and trust his constant care. Beneath his watchful eye, his saints securely dwell. That hand which bears all nature up shall guard his children well. Why should this anxious load press down your weary mind? Haste to your heavenly Father's throne and sweet refreshment find. His goodness stands approved, unchanged from day to day. I'll drop my burden at his feet and bear a song away. So I was reading in DNC's verses 16 through 23, and we are given a command to proclaim the gospel unto the world that all of his work might be fulfilled. And then as you read 19 and 20 and 21, even 23, the word might is used quite often. In fact, it's used in in every single one of those verses. I noticed how after we are given instruction that they, and if you click on the word weak in that verse, the weak, click on the blue highlighted word weak in the scripture itself. It describes weak as young and tender, unlearned and ignorant, the meek. They are those who should proclaim these things unto the world. And all these, that it might be fulfilled. Yep, all this might be fulfilled if we weak ones, but rise up and speak and do. But that every man might speak in the name of God the Lord, even the Savior of the world. And in 21, it says that faith also might increase in the earth. That mine everlasting covenant might be established. That the fullness of my gospel might be proclaimed by the weak and the simple unto the ends of the earth. So then I looked up the word might, and I like to do that. I like to work up, look up these words and see how I can better apply it to these passages of scripture. So it says that might means to say that something is possible, to express permission, to give liberty to, probability or possibility, the power, authority, or resources wielded, and bodily strength power, energy, or intensity of which one is capable. He believes us to be capable, everybody. He believes this is possible. And he has expressed permission, given us the liberty that we might do these things. So our Father in Heaven is instructing the weak, me, you, that we must proclaim these things and it's possible. He has given us the permission to do so. We have the power and the authority to move forward. God is with us. We have the resources and with God, we have the energy and intensity to increase faith by proclaiming the gospel to the earth. Wow, what what in great, what great instruction we have been given to move forward, close out 2020 and open up 2021. He has given us all of the encouragement and he gives 
so much confidence in how he views us that we have the ability to speak in the name of God, the Lord, even the Savior of the world. And these things might only happen if we do so with all of our might, mind, and strength. And so, Jana Lynn, back to my dear friend, she posted this, and suddenly you know, it's time to start something new and trust the magic of beginnings. And she lists 20 things that she has learned over the course of this year. And I just want to share some of those with you because it really impressed me so much. Her, her view of things and how she expresses herself so beautifully. She says, I am realizing that alongside the pain of 2020, we have made a bigger gain in growth. We have learned to homeschool. We have learned how to fight off germs more effectively. And we've learned how to zoom and Marco Polo and distance connect better. We have learned how to shift from plan A to plan B to plan C and even plan D. We have learned adaptability. We have learned how to remember that love is worth fighting for even when we don't see eye to eye. Emotional intelligence matters to us more than we realized. We have learned how to protect our older brothers and sisters and we have learned to allow our children to learn resilience is born after disappointments. We have remembered we are a global family. She says, 2020 hurts. December left many of my loved ones suffering and caught me sideways. But what I have learned, I will not throw away. I am ready for a fresh and clean 2021. Taking what I know into my new beginning. And my challenge came to me then to think of 2020, 20 things for 2020. And every single thing that she wrote, I have learned too. I'm like, oh, yep, check. I, I learned that one. Yep, I learned how to Zoom. Definitely learned greater adaptability. Definitely learned that my children have grown stronger and have gained greater resiliency through the many trials that they faced during this past year. All of those things. So my challenge for myself was that I had to come up with 20 things that were totally different or not like what she learned. I wanted to think of something that was completely new and unique to me. And so 20 things that I have learned, I want to share those with you. I have been extremely disappointed in people, but have found that I can love them anyway. Grudges control and keep you in a mental and spiritual prison and therefore halts growth and spiritual progression. Therefore, I have learned to a greater degree to extend mercy. Praying with real intent draws us closer to God and helps to accept his will because my relationship with him has become more trusting to not be afraid of being vulnerable by putting myself out there. Number five, I have learned to not be afraid of turning 50. I'm actually excited 
and it feels liberating. I have learned and I'm still learning to let go and let God and trust in the process, his process, not mine. I have learned that it isn't on me anymore, it's on them. And number eight, to not be afraid that I really don't have all the control. Number nine, I have learned that I really wasn't the best mom like I thought I was. And I have learned to seek forgiveness of self and from children. That was a very difficult thing to learn. Number 10, I have learned that I am truly an active and faithful member of my church, even though I can't be in church like I'm used to being, that I still am active, but just in a different way. 11, I have learned what it truly means to be a loyal and true friend. 12, I have learned to say I'm sorry and have learned how strengthening to the soul that that an apology brings. 13, I have learned to better apply my gospel studies to my living of life to be less reactionary. I have learned to accept that some things will not heal in this lifetime and to apply Christ's atonement for hope of repairing all that was lost for another day. 15, some shortcuts end up taking longer. Evaluate the shortcut. Gratitude is truly a remedy for sadness, depression, guilt, comparisons, and even a lack of gratitude. Gratitude will truly remedy those things. 17, nagging my husband will not produce faster results towards getting things done. You'd think after 30 years of marriage, I would have learned that by now, but I did have an aha moment recently. 18, to show up for family, even if they don't show up for you. And that's all I'm going to say about that. 19, gossip and retaliation destroys people, respect, relationships, and families. And 20, I have learned how to podcast. Yep, I did. And... I love doing it, even though sometimes it's hard to come up with material. And sometimes I'm just flat out lost for words, which is really surprising even to myself. Or I find myself in a funk, or I have felt bitter, or I have murmured, and therefore the Spirit is not speaking to my heart. And I don't have anything that I can even think of to say. I have. I have learned, okay, number 21, I have learned that when I am without the Spirit, I cannot be inspired. So I have been trying to watch for that so that I can maintain the Spirit to be with me. So in the history of the church from Joseph Fielding Smith, he says, Upon your diligence, your perseverance, and faithfulness, the soundness of the doctrines which you preach, the moral precepts that you advance and practice, hang the destinies of the human family. And this is exactly what I have been trying to do through my podcast, to be diligent, to persevere, and be faithful. And I won't use the word preach, but I want to use the word share my moral precepts and practice them and hope that the destiny of my family 
will be strong and faithful to our Savior, to the gospel, follow the prophet, and carry temple recommends. So I'm reading from His Servants, the Prophets, from April 2009 by Elder Watson. He said he fell in love with the innate goodness of President Howard W. Hunter for his issued invitation to all members of the church to live with ever more attention to the life and example of the Lord Jesus Christ, especially the love and hope and compassion he displayed. He said, establish the temple of the Lord as a great symbol of your membership and the supernal setting that it is a a supernal setting in in the heart of my children. I hope it is a supernal setting to my home and that it is a place that my family can always know that they will find me in, that I qualify for that temple recommend when it's up for renewal, that I put forward my greatest might all my bodily strength, all the power, energy, and intensity of which I am capable, according to the definition of might, all my might, mind, and strength, that the temple is a beacon to my life, and that 2021 will have new things to share with me and teach me, but I will hold with all diligence and perseverance and faithfulness and live with greater attention to the life and example of my Savior. So what are the 20 things that you have learned in the year 2020? What do you hope to take with you? Because whether it was good or bad, you have learned from it. Whether whether or not you conducted yourself in the best possible way, you have learned from that. If it was your best year ever, and that's that's okay, then we can be grateful for that. But whatever it is, 2020 taught us. What did you learn from 2020? I would love to know. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode, the last episode of 2020. And with renewed strength and hope and vigor, May we all press forward in the light of a brand new year, 2021. And if these words have inspired you, please share. And may we bring hope for a brighter future and bring someone closer to our Savior. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Shari Reynolds, and this is Coach and Chaos.